Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies. Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre. Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are finishing off our second trilogy in the Star Wars universe, which is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. This came out in 2005. It's an IMDb of 7.5, a Metascore of 68, Rotten Tomatoes of 80% tomato meter, 66% audience. Had a budget of $113 million domestically, $380 million, $270,577. Worldwide, $868 million, $390,560. Written and directed by George Lucas. All right, so... um. No, no big deal over here. We're uh, drinking the usual. Uh, McMaster's <laughs> in a diet Pepsi. But, uh, the classics. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We still have that single batch, but I'm kind of keeping that for, I don't know, something. It's so rare that it's just like, why use it? And I think we still have some gin and random stuff, but yeah, I just keep it simple. So what do you got going on? Well, we, um, Jim was at Detroit about a month ago and he went to, um, El Cantoro, which is a specialty Italian, um, shop. It's an Italian shop, uh, grocery store. But they also do like you can get stuff and cook that they call you know what I'm saying. It's a kind of like old school can. I actually actually have their own wine, and I am drinking the red Italian blend from Contoro out of Detroit. Nice big bottle. I'm not going to complain. It's a half gallon bottle. Um, that the problem being there is once you open a bottle, you have to finish it. So let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. So no. Other than that, um. I feel like, no, so just like, like it, it, So you yeah. said it's like a red blend then, or? Well, it's a red blend. So it's got the Chianti yeah. in it. Okay. And yeah, the Chianti in it. And they also have, um, I think it's the Sevenies. And there's another one in there too. So it's a nice red blend. Almost reminds me of the rare red or the vintage red that we used to get back in the day. They rebranded that so we had possibilities for dinner tonight. So I thought Italian, Italian wine, let's go that route. Yeah. So awesome. it's, all, it's also very smooth. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to take a step out real quick and grab something, but um, continue talking. Well, you, well, this is director, of course, to you, but remember how you were talking about the small, well, he's walking out the door, you know, but you're also, you were talking about, that small that batch that you bought the bourbon yeah 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 well Costco had the four roses small batch on sale right now really yeah but they normally don't carry it so if you get to Costco anytime soon so four roses we're talking that's old school but that there's like the small batch it is like really good it's like 34.99 for the fifth the old men were ranting and raving about it. And all the old men at the store were ranting and raving about it. So Jim's like, do I buy one? Do I not buy one? You know, got all these people wandering around saying, oh, as soon as you see something in Costco, they grab it up and next thing you know it's not there the next day. So I guess the small batches aren't too bad. So when I see those now in um, Costco, I tend to pay attention to it more because, like you said, that one isn't there again. I mean, it sold out that fast. So this one, I kind of like, it's not a Kirkland brand, but it's the Four Roses small batch. So Okay. Well, that's I, interesting. I might have to pick it up the next time we go out. Not that I don't have enough alcohol in the house either, but, you know, in the picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
know this is fine in case we need it. That's what we need to do. So, yeah. No, yeah, we'll look into so, that um, for sure. Yeah, well, you guys put a car enough too, just like me. So, definitely. But, kind of like, I don't know. I just, I was thinking about doing the gin and tonic tonight. I had gin and tonics yesterday when I met Christina for a drink. You know, she just wanted to give me a card and give me a hug because, you know, the baby kitty died. But, you know, but I was like, I'm sitting outside, but, you know, that red wine just sounded so good. I was craving sangria too, so I don't know. You know, who knows? Yeah. I, it's my go to. It's McMaster's and yep. that Pepsi. I, I'm like, I have a liquor cabinet full of stuff, but I'm like, well. I don't know. Leave that for later. Yeah, maybe save that one for later. Save that one for later. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, you know, it's you're trying to decide what you want to drink. Like the same thing. Like you don't want. You, sometimes you just can't go wrong with the classic. And I'm like, oh, red wine sounds good. So, a quick one. I'm just gonna delve right into this because we need to. So, did we do the numbers? <clears throat> we did the numbers. We, did we the totally numbers. did the numbers. Okay. Yeah, we so, the numbers. But the problem is, is, I think that the numbers are better numbers than like Attack of the Clones. If you like look at the IMDb scores and everything, they're better than the Attack of the Clones. But this one, I literally had the worst time getting through. And I say that I said that was Attack of the Clones, but like this one, I was just like, how did I ever get through this the first time? And then, honestly, it's got a 7.5 IMDb, 80% Rotten Tomato. And I was just like, I don't know if it's just because I know what's happening. I just can't watch it because I know where it's going. But it was one of my hardest, hardest, hardest free watches I've ever had in forever. Really? Interesting. I don't know why. I, just, I had I a little bit opposite um, review on that. No, I just said it was the hardest free watch I've ever had. I don't know why. It's just because I just did, because I know what's going on. I absolutely know what's going on. And yeah. it's totally, it's totally crucial. See, and I can see your movie. point of view because you saw the first one in theaters and yeah. then you've seen this one in theaters. And yeah. to me, as like, you know, I didn't see the, them in theaters. I didn't get that reaction. Maybe because it's like, to me, like, oh, they're tying into each other because that's what it is but you've seen them in theaters like no that's i i know what's happening i know what's going on it's not the same effects or same thoughts is that kind of it or like i said i just i mean i know that rogue one totally set up for like new hope absolutely in between and this is totally setting up for new hope also you know, you know she's going to give birth. You know she's going to die. You know, I mean, I guess what I say, the hardest thing I had, I had to watch, I guess it's the manipulation of, you know, Palpatine with Anakin and trying to get him to believe that he could stop death. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm trying to, like, I, I... You know, how, how could you get I don't care who you are. I mean, there's no power in the, the world that can stop death. And the fact that he was able to prey on his weakness for that, I guess, you know, I know he's going to be Darth Vader, okay? But to show such a weakness in Anakin right before he becomes Darth Vader, to me, doesn't, I don't know, bold well, step it up well, doesn't set my plot line well. I guess that's where I'm going with it. I don't know if you guys understand because honestly, but of course you can look right at this, you know, you got, what is it? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Where of course, Palpatine did defy death, you know, in his own, you know what I'm saying? So evidently he was telling the truth, but we, I didn't know that. I mean, I know it, know it now, but I, it's just insights on that part. Cause that's where I, that's where I have this the manipulation of him over the weakness of death. Everyone's afraid of death. They could have found a better manipulation. It would have been better for him to blackmail him saying, I know you're with Padme, outright saying you're doing this for me or whatever. I would have rather seen that, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. My biggest issue with this 
film is how easy Anakin just succumbed to the dark side. It was that. I mean, I think that's where you're kind of going. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. He but just kind of. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, just saying, like he, he's kind of torn between the Jedi's and Chancellor Palpatine at that point, yep. and then all of a sudden he does his thing, and then all of a sudden, like, yes, my master. He was too easily manipulated. It seemed like to me. <laughs> And that's what I'm going with it. And yeah, you can track that back to episode two, even. <coughs> with... No dying on the McMasters. No dying on the McMasters. Hey, it went down the wrong tube. I was like, it, like ugh. But they are good. Uh, don't die on me, please. Um, <laughs> I like inhaled it. It almost went through my nostrils. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. For for Darth Vader at that point in time, so you know you had Darth Maul, you had Count Dooku, and now he keeps on saying that Anakin is going to be is stronger, 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 stronger than all those other ones that they, they've had that were his, you know, pupils. All of a sudden, it was so how if he's so strong, to me, how is he so easily manipulated yeah. into turning into the wrong guy? That's where I'm going with it. I guess that's where I probably had the hardest part with it. Yes, I knew he was going to turn. We knew he was going to turn into Dark Vader, but I would have rather seen something more grandiose. I would have rather seen blackmail, torture, you know, yeah. them total, them, them really torturing Padme or something. I mean, I know she's dying because, you know, they didn't show, I mean, his vision. You know, she was just screaming in agony, you right. know, but they didn't, know that, they didn't know if that was torture or not. I would have rather seen torture. I'm not trying to be sadist. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, was a, that was a big part with this one, too. Like, yeah. Padme is dying, giving birth, because she doesn't have the will to live anymore. Yeah. Like, because she, she's delivering twins, but yeah. fuck them. I, um, I, I don't want to live anymore. That, that, you, that's, you that's, that's tough pill to swallow. Yeah, that's pretty... I don't know. Like they show him becoming Darth Vader and her having the kids and just giving up the will of life and boom. What what made her give up the will of life? Did she think dark did she think Anakin was dead? Did you think there was I, mean, I think she, she realized he went to the dark side and there was nothing to do like doing like when they left her, But when they left her when they left him on the planet after the battle, you know what I'm saying? And everyone's mm-hmm. over is carrying her off or whatever. He is literally burning on the side of the river pit, whatever. Um, to, to her, he's dead. You know, at that point in time, you know, I'm in love with my husband or my secret husband or however you want to call it, you know, Anakin, and he's dead at the, at the hands of Obi-Wan Kenobi because he was having issues of turning to the dark side or whatever. But if he's dead, just and I think he's dead, I would of course have the will to live to take care of the kids. I believe. So did she already know that he had turned, and she knew that she had to hide the kids after made her? That part also has a little bit of loopholes for me because I'm like, I get it. We're setting everything up. We're getting ready for New Hope. You know, I don't know if they had Rogue One planned in between this. I don't know. But where I'm seeing. You know, you know they had a lot of backstories on this too. You know, you had General Grievous escaping, not escaping. You know, and the visuals for this movie were absolutely great. But it's just like they I were definitely like, better than the last couple for sure. Yes, I absolutely better than the last couple. Like just even the opening of this movie, the the space battle. They kind Which, of they kind of didn't lean into that in the first couple. The first no, one no, had one, but well, that was something that my husband pointed out. Is this the first? And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't really research this, so I think we're both gonna, all of us are gonna kind of like knock our heads on this one a little bit right now. This is the first movie that opened in mid battle, correct? 
no lead in. Think about it. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Empire, they were with, you know, the they ice were on piece. Off, yeah. You know, and then. Return, you know, they were and, breaking into yeah. Jabba's palace. First one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think this is like the first one because you know I'm even going to Force Awakens and then I'm going they, they open up with well wait a minute Force Awakens it open in the battle. Not really, no event, no event. It was an invasion, kind of. It was I guess, an, but... Yeah, but this, is, this but this is like mid battle. It was like we have characters going on, we kind of know what's going on, but we don't really know what's going on with the battles, you know. So I guess there's kind of like that thought because like this opened up in mid battle, which almost gave me. I think it set the tone for how more fast-paced this one was going to be. Because even to me, this one was definitely fast-paced compared to, um, you know, you have not the New Hope, but Phantom Menace and um, Clones, because yeah. they're both easily. I like I said, I had a hard time watching this one because I knew where it was going. I knew there's some subplots that I didn't agree with that they could have expanded on more. But at the same time, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, my God, they could have cut that scene by 15 minutes. Oh, my God, they could have cut the, you know, I, I'm i not saying that for any of these scenes. I think every one of these scenes will be necessary with all the different subplots, you know, Dooku dying, the, you know, pursuing a general grievous, you know, him having, and him, you know, the space opera when he went to talk, you know, when he was with Palpatine. And they were talking, and that's yes, I get it. When that's where like that mind manipulation came in, once again, mm -hmm. then it was a necessary scene. But I figured we could have done a little bit better in turning him. Yeah, and then let's touch on like his dreams after he found out like Padme was, yeah. was pregnant. Was pregnant. Yeah. Why? Okay. Now here's my reference. I think I'm. I know this is not touched. On, I know this is touched on a movie, but I think it's touched in a book. Okay, so I've read several of the books, and I know that you've read a few more of the books than I have. Now we talked about the midi chlorines before. Am I correct? Yeah, that was. You know, we talked about how he just became the midi chlorines, and we're like, oh, what are midi chlorines? Why, you know? But I think they expanded on them more in the book. Now, are they? I believe one of the books. It's said that the reason why he has these visions is because he's more in tune to the universe because he has he's full of more midichlorines. That's why he has the visions. And I don't know if you can confirm or deny this because, I, I, like I said, it's been a long since I read a book. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I mean, the whole midichlorian thing never really made sense to me, but having him, that would make sense, I guess. But yeah. Because I never really see them referring to any other other Jedi having visions. Visions. I mean, you have, you know, Luke later on, you know, who has feelings. I just know I sense or whatever, but I don't have we they don't say that, you know, Master Qui Gon or any of those other ones, even Yoda has visions. So I like I said, I'm trying to like I for some reason I'm Picturing it in the midichlorines, that's why, because there's more of them in his body, that's why they can tune in to, like, the past, present, or future, I don't know. Well, they do tie that in a little bit with Yoda telling Obi-Wan that he can talk to Qui-Gon as a Force yep. ghost or whatever. So, I mean, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So, we're, so we're touching on the visions, you know. The point is, is and evidently, if the past is any indication of that you can't control what's going to happen with the visions. <laughs> Why are you being manipulated? <laughs> just needed like not do anything because he could save his mother. Evidently, he can't save Padgett. So he should already know that in his heart that he can't save her. So. Yeah. Like I said, this one would be hard for me to watch again. And see, no, I, I felt that. like this movie was better than one and two. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying it's not. It's just yeah, I had a this, harder time re re this, watching it. Yeah, this movie to me like is 
Like I keep saying it. I love the oldest the best. Four, five, six. Mm -hmm. But this one was the one that I could tolerate, I guess is the best way to put it. Like I I like how things tied in with everything. Like yes, it was not like the best way to deal with it, but um I mean it tied in. And so everything started making sense, like how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. That was another big problem was this whole trilogy was set up to see the birth of Darth Vader. Yeah. And I think the payoff was, yeah, it was a little, it came up short. And that might've been the fault of the way they portrayed him and the previous movies maybe like he's just a petulant child he's just bitching and moaning and he even does a little bit two. of that in this one too in one and two yeah they, they, oh, they he was a bad actor he was a bad actor we keep saying this in every single thing he's just a whiny little bitch i blame it more on the dialogue more than anything else okay so absolutely dialogue is is 100 accountable that has to be accountable for this but once again you said it his portrayal to me like i said what i was saying it 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 was a light switch that just flipped it's like yes master i'm your bidding now it just yeah you know i need to see more more internal struggle i needed to see you know torture maiming something getting this shit beat out of you by the emperor or something (laughs) you know that's what i needed to see because one and two, he was just a child. Yeah. But at the same time, children can be manipulated. But if he was so manipulable, how can he be the most powerful? You know, that's what I'm saying. That's saying, pretty true. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be, I saw a meme the other day um, where, you know, they're talking about this, this, and this. And by the way, we're building this huge fleet on da 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 and he might, yeah. <laughs> they're like, when they capture someone, you know, how long, you know, I was, I'm making records of Rise of Skywalker, you know, because they're talking about, yeah. <laughs> you know, all, all these ships just show up out of the blue, you know, how long have they been building those? So when they were talking about, you know, becoming the rising force, they had already been trying to do this for the longest time, whether it be the manipulation of the clones, which overran the separatists, but then you know, the opening of this movie, you know, you, you know, the, you have all the Jedi pursuing across the whole entire galaxy um, after the defeat of Count Dooku to get Grievous, uh, get the rest of the Separatists. But after that, if you ever notice how the Separatists, <laughs> the Trade Federation, and the Trade Federation started, the name started to dwindle away. We never really it yeah, started they, becoming... They played yeah. a big point in episode one and then... They were just kind of tertiary uh-huh. from there. And even Padme, yeah. like she was yeah. relegated to the background in this movie also. Well, and, and they, they were hoping he would, they, they were hoping he would carry this movie. Yeah. This was relegated, but it could have been, they could have like, they could have given you a little more backstory off of how she lost the will to live. I mean, they, yeah, you, that, you just was, don't that was tough. It just didn't track. Yeah, go ahead. No, it didn't track. You know, there's got to be more happening in her life than just losing the world to live just because you think your husband's dead. Because at that point in time, you don't really know. Yeah, you know he's turning to the dark side, or you know he's going against all your beliefs because have you ever decided, have you ever thought that maybe the, the side that you're fighting for is the side that whatever. You know, she's realizing that what she's fighting for maybe not be the right side. So she's questioning her her own beliefs, and he never starts questioning his. He just keeps on going straight forward. There was um, I think they, I think there was a little bit of a paper written on this. I think that Wikipedia referenced it. I don't know if you looked at that one. It's a comparison to the the Republic turning into the Empire, which the good really is the bad, 
and they actually reference it to Hitler. Just so you know, I don't. If you want to cross-reference that one, Wikipedia did that one. It was by some um, Norwegian writer. It's in the Hans something or other. I can't remember the name. I read a little bit of it. I only glanced over the first couple pages. I mean, there there are several allegories that can be drawn to these stories for sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I say to why I didn't have a, but then at the same time, let's go back to all the different subplots going on. You know, you have Jar Jar Binks, who, to me, he was pretty useless in one and two. Um, he's definitely on the back burner in three, but at the same time, I think he's an accurate representation of how a political mind can be manipulated towards the bad and they never realize that they're doing the bad because they're just going along with the sheep in the herd, which becomes the political machine. So I'm going to give Jar Jar Binks a little bit of a kudos on this one because I thought he was actually a good representation of what that is. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that one or not. Well, I mean, he was the one who gave Chancellor Palpatine the power in episode two the grand chancellor or whatever the fuck they call them um then um what was uh the one uh youtube channel we watched this we saw the um what was the name of the big you know han souls ship millennium falcon do you see that flying underneath in the background There was oh, yeah. a scene when they're docking in the Coruscant at some point where there's kind of an Easter egg of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, it's kind that's of flying cool. in. And I I did like that Chewbacca was one of the Kashyyyk soldiers mm-hmm. who knew Yoda at that yeah. point. Yeah. I, I liked all that. It was that. kind of a teaser show. It, it was really sad to see all the big wigs like from the Jedi get slaughtered. Get mowed down. After, yeah. Uh, Order 66, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we're going to murder you now. Order Which, 66 almost like it almost looks like an SS. Like I said, once again, the allegory is going on. There. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I haven't watched any of the like cartoons, but apparently they... Uh-huh. They're supposed to be really fucking good, well, and they feed on. I that. I told you like I didn't understand that character. What was the character's name? Like he was all hunchback until he showed off oh, his grievous. 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 Yeah. And I was like, why is he like hunchback? Why is everybody afraid of this guy? This guy's fucking just nothing. And then I was like, four arms and a lightsaber. Yeah, he had four lifesavers, but that didn't take that. A Jedi kicked his ass, basically. Well, that's also showing that technology is not always the best. It's that, you know, it can be overcome by, you know, there's the thought process there, that technology is not always the better choice. Yeah. Where, you know, so there's like different allegories. And then I'll read this. It's a good representation of, you know, man over machine. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, they're in such a technological advanced world, you know, you got Coruscant and what was the other planet that they ended up on? Oh my god, I like lose it after once in a while. I apologize. You know, I'm trying to remember everything in my life. Where they have the final battle. Oz uh, Mustafar. There we the go, Volcano Planet. Volcano Planet, which they're using to do the factory work and all that other stuff, you know. It's amazing how all these end battles and these, you know, in this one particularly, show man trying to overcome nature for mechanical purposes. It's like you can keep on seeing the different allegories of everything going on in that. But, you know, you can always read into everything. You yeah. can. Yeah. But also, here's another thing. Okay, so you have all these Jedi spread out over the whole entire galaxy, you know, chasing after the separatists, doing all this stuff. Didn't they just have a lot lost like three years ago? 
uh, when <laughs> I was like, I thought the numbers were almost depleted. Did they make reference to them? Their numbers almost being depleted after like the battle where they rescued Padme and Anakin. I, yeah, I, I, you know. I, that's a good point. I don't know what the amount of time that had passed between episode two and three. I'd, three years. It was how long? Three years. Three years? Three years. So I'm just trying to think, I mean, was there, was there a lot of, like, trainees going on? But, you know, they had said how they had, you know, you know, Yoda makes the comment. Glad we got the clones when we did. Our numbers are depleted. But then next, you know, you know, you see, you know, go, moving forward, you know, in this in this episode, you know, they're, you know, they're launching counter offenses against all the separatists on the behalf of the Republic, which is technically the Empire in disguise, which yeah. is being manipulated, whatever. But it almost feels like they have the Jedi going out on many different fronts to pull them away from the actual things that are happening at the core of the thing. If you have, if you're fighting a, you know, a Hydra or a Chimera with the many heads, you're going to be, you know, distracted from the core unit that really is going to do the attacking or plotting as this were, you know. So they keep always, and at the same time, you always think about it. If you said, you know, how many times Yoda said it, or you know, you know Samuel I was telling saying that he's, they've always said it's strange that you have noticed that how you know they keep on saying how they remain hidden how how we not not face the set how have we not noticed it how this is you know they keep on saying there, it there so is a bit of that on, for sure yeah they keep on saying well evidently you're not that good so evidently the Sith know what they're doing because they keep on pulling you in every single direction so your attention isn't on what you should be. At that point in time, they should have thought about recentering themselves. You know, there's a couple flaws there. You know, yeah. you keep on saying you can't, you can't sense what's going on with the, this rise of the Sith, and stop what you're doing and figure it out because evidently they're 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 hiding something. You know, that was another thing. You know, they've been they're building. You know, this huge fleet. What once again, I'm getting ahead of myself. What's the name of that that planet? That was in. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Way too much information ahead. Which I, I mean, to keep it. I mean, I think a lot of that shit in Rise of Skywalker is shoehorned in. I don't think it was yeah. planned. Yeah. I think. But yeah. I actually keep on trying to think to myself that they they planned it. It makes it, it makes it sound a little bit. Better. <laughs> better to myself. Um, what about? Oh, what was I thinking? Minute. Any points that you guys have at this point in time on anything that I'm missing? That tell Dooku, Grievous. Um, um, I did like one of my favorite scenes in the movie was in the opening one. Uh. Anakin has Dooku dead to rights, and Palpatine's just like, kill him. Yep. Uh, knowing, I mean, I'm trying to picture this as somebody who had not seen the original trilogy and is watching this for the first time. Because we knew Palpatine was like the big bad. But had you not seen the original trilogy and then watching this trilogy that would have been like a holy shit moment yeah it would have been so i'm gonna blame, i'm gonna blame this on the line for a quick second i'm just gonna read you something real fast this is where i've actually had a moment this is where i was trying to go with the midi chlorines and i forgot about this lucas had originally planned to include even more ties to the original trilogy which we were just talking about and wrote early drafts of the script in which a 10-year-old Han Solo appeared on Hashiki, but the role was not cast or shot. He also wrote a scene in which Palpatine reveals to Anakin that he created him for the midichlorines and is thus his father, a clear parallel to Vader's revelation in Empire Strikes Back. But Lucas ejected this scene as well. 
So I don't know if that was. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I was going a little bit with that on the midi chlorine. Sorry about that. Sorry, I got that. But once again, you were just talking about, you know, the original. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to tie in the originals with a lot of stuff. Once again, did, you know, George Lucas, I mean, not, you know, he was God, whatever. I'm sorry. George Lucas, you do know him. He can't do any wrong in my, in my eyes. But when he did, when he did four, five, and six, did he really know about one, two, and three in his heart, or was he just, did he have to eventually put those together to explain four, five, and six? I mean, that's, that's, that is the question. He, that is the question. When that one came out, it was labeled episode four. So he had to have had an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, think right. the way that they, this, whole trilogy was how Anakin Skywalker turned into Darth Vader. Yeah. And I think the entire payoff of the entire trilogies didn't live up to what it should have been. Yeah. As it were. Yeah. I just think it, I mean, Darth Vader is one of the greatest fucking villains in history. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the origin story did not live up to what it should have been. No, not at all. There could have been, like I said, my 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 problem with that is because if he was going to be such a great Sith, whatever how you want to call it, how was he so manipulated? Evidently, he wasn't that great. And yeah. And who the heck made? I'm sorry. Who made Palpatine a Sith? Who was his master? You know, I thought they were implying that, like, when he was telling Anakin about the mass, the Sith Lord who could Uh uh, trans triumph over death. I thought that was his master that he killed. That's what I was thinking, and that's what I'm trying to like get him like, because they're like they said they're always there always has to be a master and a pupil. That's yep. what they always There's say. Always two. There's always two. So it keeps on going down, and then keeps on turning and turning. But it that was another thing. I just felt like if I would have had more, who made him? Who made him? You know, I would have had a little bit more understanding. How he was so powerful to turn Darth Vader, who was so powerful, but at the same time now, you know, they're trying to, like I said, that was one of the scenes that was rejected because of the midi-chlorines with, um, you know, supposedly he made him out of the midi-chlorines. And how could, and that would make more sense, because if he could manipulate death, then he did have power over the midi-chlorines. Yeah. And I'm going to pivot a second, but another problem I had, one of the biggest problems I had with this movie is when Ian McDermott, okay, as yeah. Palpatine, was having that lightsaber battle. Yeah. All those faces he was making, it it, it just looked goofy. It didn't work. Are you talking about the Yoda? No. Um, the Emperor or the Chancellor. Okay. Definitely. When he was fighting with Mace Windu. The window, master window, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's character before he got like electrified down into the world or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And at the same time, it also kind of explains, but if it, I could see where you're, I totally agree with you. Him making those faces, those animated faces were almost too much for me, but they were foreshadowing of how. He became the evil, really, truly distorted him later on. Because I know it was the, I know it was the electric or whatever that distorted him, but you can't become something, or the evil finally came through. It showed through on his facial expression. So it might have been over exaggerated. It might have, they might have tried to be going with a different way, and it was to me, it was more comical. Because it didn't really have a place that they would have gave it a little more setup with the facial expressions while he was fighting. That, yeah, you know, that's fair. You know, they're trying to maybe foreshadow how the evil eventually came through and what he would like and would eventually look like. Yeah. 
at the end of, at the end of the battle. Yeah. I don't know. It's just to me this whole the biggest issue I had um, was I don't like the Yoda fights. I don't know if you guys talked about this yet because I had to go check in my laundry. But, but the, I thought the yeah, Yoda fight yeah. fights. He's like flying around like I don't know. It's it doesn't even look real. How are you so feeble? And all of a sudden, I can be like yeah. looking around in ninja old school Bruce Lee fashion, Matrix style. I guess that's where you're going. I think I think that's where you're kind of going with it. You know, it was great to see him fly around because he was kicking whoever's ass. You know, it's kind of cool because he's doing that. But the setup isn't there. How can he just go from walking around with a cute little cane or just hobbling around the way he was, and then he was just a badass? Yep, exactly. <clears throat> and that another problem I have with this movie is. Yoda and Obi-Wan going to exile as opposed to as opposed to fighting for what's right. They just we're gonna bail. We're gonna bail. We're gonna bail. We're gonna talk to us in twenty years when this one's grown up. Evidently we couldn't save this one, we'll try to save the next. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's that too where Leia happens to go to a fucking royalty family and Luke gets dropped off on a desert planet. Which was which was Owen. Was Owen the son of, which was the son of of the guy that married his mother. Yes. And I mean I, I get I get this I get the fucking uh synergy, but God damn it. If you're Luke, well, you see your no, sister. No. Yeah. But you think about it, if you guys know exactly what you're saying here. So we're going to hide them. Okay, I get it. You're hiding Leia in play sight in, in a royalty, what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. But let's go ahead and drop off Luke at somewhere anyone easily could check into yeah. that I was Luke's mom who married that. There, you know. Yeah, the place you could, you're gonna hide him. I get maybe it's a plan site thing too, but I'm you know, a good detective could figure that one out. I mean, Simi married that guy who now has these kids, and all of a sudden, this lady has a kid. Again. Um, yeah, kind of makes that's not really hiding him. Hiding Leia in plain sight to me is a little bit more royal, but it's you, it totally doesn't make sense. You're absolutely. But again, why did, why, why, did one get, why did one get royalty? And why did Yoda and Obi Wan just force exile? They they failed, so they're just going to hide. I don't get that. Definitely a loose end there too, because if you think about it, then so the next movie is what we're going into. I mean, we got to do. The next one's after this, but then there was like the Rogue One that came out out after um, that Force Awakens. Yes, that's that's the next one. Yeah. Force Awakens, then it goes to Rogue One, and then I think we have Jedi, and then Han Solo, and then whatever. But um, but they don't show Obi Wan doing anything in between. The time that he forces himself in exile to, to to proliferate the fight, to enhance the fight, to he just is sitting around on a planet, knowing all this is happening. I mean, also, once again, did they not think that they could find you? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, basically like we lost. We lost. I'm just gonna go over here and hide in this desert planet, but I'm gonna watch Luke, so I'm not gonna make it obvious. But they're not gonna find us yet. Yoda's gonna go to, you know, you know. Yeah, go to the forest, fucking planet of Dagobah or whatever the fuck it is. But I mean, and that's, that's a, there's a question there also. 
is Dagobah his home planet, or is that just the planet he chose? It's a, probably a hidden planet that nobody knows about, that he knows about. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to go hide here because who would look for me, for me here? But why, why, why are they giving up so easily? Because they keep on telling me, I guess, I guess I, maybe that's not the theme of this movie. I, I mean, this, this series. I think it's because it's stronger. Like, mm-hmm. everything is much more stronger and they can't give up. No, they can't give up. I mean, I keep on, you know, I keep on seeing the next series, you know, they constantly, you know, you got, you know, I make a reference to Laura Dern standing on the ship as she's leading the people away. You know, they're cornered in the ice cave and they're all scampering away. We keep on going to the last one stand. Well, evidently Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda were the last one standing here. I don't know how that happened, but it makes reference to them being like the last. They were not I hope to God they're not the last, but Yeah. But they just give up. They just give up and say, Okay, we're just gonna go hide and we're gonna regroup for twenty years, stop to call us back in twenty years. You know, is that what they're saying? Yeah, that, that... that's basically yeah. what I was trying to say, yeah. Yeah. Which makes it to me, you're absolutely right. It makes no sense if they're so committed to a cause and so committed to, you know, crushing out evil. Why did they keep on going? What did they know in advance? Yeah. And they even made a point. I think Windu and Yoda were talking about the prophecy. Like maybe we misread it. Or something, and then at the end, when Obi Wan chops him in half, he's like, "You were, you were the chosen one." Yeah. And I mean, you can and argue about. I'm just saying the dialogue is still not good. In this no, movie. it's not. No, he's not a good actor whatsoever. Um, in general, the dialogue is filtered on pretty much everyone. Every character has, whether it be a simplified versions of answers to me, I don't know. It could have been a little more in depth. Yeah. The conversations back and forth or the, you know, the intermingling between characters could have been a little more in depth, but I felt they kept it short and sweet, trying to make it easier for everyone to understand because they were covering so many different subplots to bring everything together. Maybe they didn't want to get bogged down, but once again, the dialogue could have been better because they didn't expand enough for us to understand where we, you know, as people that love Star Wars, we wanted to know how much further it was going. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, are they, were they doing, do they... And then, you know, as an actor, we talked about hidden Christian time before, you know, the appeal to the masses, you know, he was chosen into, in the, you know, the second and the third movie, you know, do, how did they choose him? You know, he had been in a couple movies before this, nothing major, but were they appealing to the masses trying to find a ruggedly good looking kid? No, because I don't think they found that in Adam Driver, Driver later on, but. Yeah, I yeah. I like how, I mean, initially Ray was essentially a nobody. Yeah. And they, I think that was the idea with Hayden Christensen in episode yeah. two. Like, we're going to make a star, and it just didn't yeah. quite work out. No, no it didn't. It didn't. He's not good at what he does. I think they chose him more for looks than anything else. They, yeah. Because, yeah, he definitely kind of looks a little bit like God, Paul Walker. A little bit. You yeah. can't think about it. You know, and he was pretty big back then, too. You know? So, yeah. Did it's, you guys read the trivia on IMDb? No, I didn't read it. I mean, I read some. Like I said, I was going through the, some cursory The original cut of this movie nearly was four hours. 
the opening battle was um, Pel- Pel- Palpatine rescuing alone ran over an hour. I I might be willing to watch that movie. That that was the problem with the original trilogy. There's not enough explanation as to why Anakin is such a fucking pansy. Essentially. Yeah. He's just always He's angry. just always whiny, angry. Yeah, he's And that's where they probably was trying to get that going is like you cannot be that angry and have the Jedi in you. So that's why they always knew he was going to the dark side. I don't know. Uh, so here's here's a quick question to you. We were just talking about the opening battle again. You know, here we are. I'm sitting in the movie theater. I'm watching the, the scrolling writing, you know, scroll up past me. And I'm, I'm reading it and, you know, whatever. They're setting up my scenes, like the, the next movie of what's happened in between since the last movie. Okay, I get it. How in the heck could you not see that Palpatine let himself be? Or he set it up. I mean, getting captured. Come on. Yeah. Most guarded person, you know, I mean, how did they not see through them? I mean, once again, beginning to develop the Jedi's power at this point in time because evidently, you know, once again, difficult going on or whatever. But, I mean, it was, you know, you know, getting into the whole, you know, him, him being captured and having to be rescued and, this and that is clearly, of course, set up by him and Count Dooku to manipulate and to test Anakin to try to see where, how, you know it's a setup. <laughs> you know it's all part of the subterfuge plot. But how, then just because Chancellor Palpatine is one of the guarded, most guarded people in the world, of course, on, you know, how did he get captured? Just, just throwing yeah, it out that, there. That- yeah, th- that's a good point. They didn't say how. It just started halfway into the story, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was captured. Okay, well, how did that happen? You know, I mean, people, I mean, I would start to doubt some things right there and there if I was smart or Yoda. And I wonder, how did he let him? Did he let himself get captured? Is he playing both sides? What's going on? That's where I'm going with that a little bit, I think. Yeah. That is a problem I have also. Like, I'm going back a bit. But the fact that Dooku, Count Dooku, was uh, a Qui-Gon's fucking, what are they called? Qui-Gon, master. Um, not master. You You have the apprentice and you have... I know exactly what you're talking about. Mentor. That that was a problem because he was a, supposedly the Sith after, the second Sith after Darth Maul. Yeah. Because Darth Maul died, then you meet fucking Dooku. Yes. Because you're only to be one. Yeah, there's, there's a fucking master and apprentice. That's the way the Sith yeah. work. But again, Dooku's played by Christopher Lee, who's like fucking 85 years old at that time. I don't know. So when, and when did, but when did Palpatine decide that he could convert Dooku? I mean, was he keeping him in the wings? <laughs> like, you just, that mole doesn't just die, and then you go, hey, by the way, you know, Dooku, you want to be a Sith Lord with me now? Yep. He just got promoted. And by the way, was there some? That would have been kind of nice to see that, the the turning of Dooku, or how 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 does Palpatine, you know, how did he choose Dooku? I guess that's what I'm saying. How did he how did he get him to do his bidding? Did he manipulate him with the same thing or whatever? That'd be that's another thought. You know, it would have been nice to see something like that. Well, that would have been like two, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been too. That would have been too. But that's another problem. Like Palpatine is, he's trying to pull a Game of Thrones thing where he's trying to Uh, fucking push the politics. 
Yep. And they, it just doesn't work. He's no. manipulating the Senate and the Republic and everything. And I think it could have worked had they given it more time. But for some reason, George Lucas was all about trade federation and yeah. there was so yeah, much that, politics in it that didn't pay off. You know, why do the trade federation? Because you didn't go anywhere with that one. Yeah. You just have you Anakin come in and slaughter the entire trade federation, essentially. Basically. So now we don't have, well, that was a loose end. We're done with it. Off about it. It's once again, it, it's a hard movie for me to rewatch because I think it's out of the three of this, it's by far the better movie. It is absolutely by far. It's but it was the hardest one to rewatch because I'm just like, I was able to find a little more faults to things here and there, and I felt like I needed to have this and that and that and this a little bit better. But I know what's coming. This is supposed to be the and it's supposed to be the birth of Darth Vader. We we we've all said this. How he became Darth Vader, his birth, his turning, his whatever. And it just needed to be more evil. I needed a more substance, more grit, more something to sink my teeth in a little bit more too. I guess that's it. Yeah, it was he turned too easily. Yeah. Yep. That's and the thing is like him slaughtering the children. That was insane. Like for them to tell by the laser beam. Did we talk about this yet? No, we have not talked about the children yet. No, not but the like, slaughtering ones. the children was insane. And once again, I mean, what would snap in him so fast for him to just kill kids? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I think there needed to be more leading up to that one, that absolutely, you know, or there had to be more there. Because once again, off the same time, you know, they make reference to, you know, you know, Adam Diver in you know, Kylo Ren and the next round of children. Well, him killing kids too. But is this the way the passage that Sith Lords have to kill kids? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. That, I mean, had this been set up like a mini, like, like, I, think i mentioned before because i'm in love with game of thrones yeah. the whole like democracy undertone of they're trying to fuck it up mm-hmm. you could it's make totally that better. with him taking over the senate it just happened too quickly like i'm grand chancellor now i'm the empire like and by the way, I'm the one that's been manipulating this the whole entire time. I've been the bad guy the whole entire time. Yeah, exactly. And how quickly the sheep follow because they just fall right into line. It goes from him being the chancellor to the emperor and no one bats an eye. You know, you can make a comparison to that with um, Julius Caesar where the emperor actually, you know, uh, Emperor Julius Caesar was demanding that he be made king, emperor, whatever, you know, and they just killed him. So democracy could have seen it and stopped it in the first place if they had been strong enough. They could have just killed him and it would have been over. But they were so willing to follow like sheep that they never were able to see the true evil that the republic had become which turned into the empire which is actually you know when people never realize that they're the big bad evil you know yeah. i I'm, I'm 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 doing this for your good or this is the right way this is the good way but i'm doing it for your good and but really it's the wrong way but they never see it because they're blinded by what they they think that they're doing the right thing that it never it doesn't happen yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, by the way, that was like that was glass number four wine. I'm not gonna pour myself in that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's getting a little crazy. It gets, it gets well, a little crazy. Right. We're not gonna 
only glass bar and four glasses of wine, and it's not it's not a restaurant pour; it's a sandy pour. So, so I'm <laughs> going to assume that our rankings will. What is your this trilogy ranking? This is the top of the three. Oh, yeah. So this is three is most yeah, definitely so the best. I'm going to go three, one, two. That is, yeah. Three, one, That's two. Is the only way to do it. Same here. Three, one, two. Um, I'm giving this an I'm giving this an eight point two. It's needed. I had the hardest time rewatching it, so I'm not saying it I, wasn't like the best matter I, of it. I, but I just can't do it. I mean, it's just like I'm like, oh. I can't remember I what I gave the reviews on this one, but yeah, I give this a but, three, one, two, which is this, this is Goose the Island, best. I guess. Three, one, two. <laughs> this is the best of the new trilogy or the original middle, trilogy. The middle, the middle, middle trilogy. trilogy. But middle. I would, I think the original trilogy movies are better than this one. Absolutely. There's not a question about that. I mean, you know, I'm almost sitting here and argue day one, day two, it doesn't matter. You know, it's the end of the day, it's the beginning of the day that, you know, New Hope, Empire, Revenge of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi, sorry, it was initially supposed to be Revenge of the Jedi. I'm sorry about that. Um, were the best ones out there. I mean, Coming into the next, the the newest trilogy, we're going to be going on to next two. Yep. That being said, I actually have one of those going above number three in my ranking. Yep, I do. Okay. I am really curious to see what you think of the new trilogies because we haven't talked about them. I've watched them. And I don't know. They'll be interesting because I seen them but it's been a while since i kind of watched all of them up and that's the thing is now that i've seen like 70s and now and then further now like it's gonna get a little nuts so we watch 70s movies we've watched 90s 90s movies and now we're gonna be watching like 2000 late 2010 movies Yep. So there's like definitely different errors of definitely going on here, which is really cool. I mean, it's kind of nice to see that. But yeah, we got to talk about what we're doing next time. I know my husband made a, made yep. a suggestion for Evan Murphy. We but, prepared for we, that. We, we got movies that we are willing okay. to watch for Eddie Murphy. Okay. Well, he also did say if you didn't want to do just Eddie Murphy, you could do an old school SNL character. And we'll, you know, but he's ready for Eddie Murphy. He has one he wants to watch. We're gonna have I'm to put a, Eddie Murphy. We got a bunch that we can do. Eddie Murphy is we can do that. That'd sure. be fun. It's, that'd be really. It's gonna be a comedy. Not I'm not automatically saying it's a comedy, but yeah. The point is, is it's definitely a little lightheartedness. Sometimes we just need that every so often. I mean, because I feel like every single time we've been doing Star Wars here, and Star Wars to me, great movies, but they're definitely serious. You know, there are moments of lightheartedness, you know, especially in the first trilogy when you have Han Solo making his little quips all the time, laugh it up, fuzzball, you know, little things like that make it lighthearted. This yeah. last trilogy, this last trilogy, definitely, you were ho- I think they were hoping to get those those one-line quick liners going on to make it lighthearted in some spots, but they were never able to deliver with it because the dialogue was not what it was supposed to be. Yeah, that that is true, and I have to say I did enjoy doing this because I haven't watched the one, two, and three in a while. It's yep. so and hard to watch I, one, two, and three because there's so. I, I it went better than I anticipated. I thought I was gonna fucking hate on all of these, but they're not there bad. Moments that they're pretty fucking, good. I, I mean, it's I Star like Wars, it. and that's the thing is it's Star Wars. And so you definitely just kind of like, oh my gosh, this is great. Because, again, it's like I remember hating episode two, but watching it again, I didn't hate it as much as I remembered hating it. No. 
And like I said, I had a hard time watching this one than I did the first time watching it. Rewatching it, I just, I just had, I, not that I couldn't watch it. It just was like, I didn't hate the movie. It, just, it, was, it, was, it was hard. You know, I'm like, oh my God, I know what's happening. I know what's going on. It's just, so I just, can we get them from here to kind of be as fast as possible? What can we do? Because we know we're going to go there, but I know that they didn't, they didn't deliver to me what I thought they were going to deliver to me on their promise of how it was going to happen. It could have been better, but it definitely was. I enjoyed watching. I did enjoy doing this one because it had been a long time. Also, I think we said this. It had been a long time since we watched these movies without them being torn to shreds by like TNT, TBS. They're always on TV, you know. Yeah. This time we watched them with no edits or no anything like that. So this was definitely a good time to rewatch them because it had been a while since I had actually watched them, not being chopped up for normal TV. That's, yep, I'm pretty excited. Okay, so next time we are doing Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, I got a few. We have not. We haven't crossed out an Eddie Murphy movie, have we? No. I don't think we've done it. They have a sale that's ending tonight. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bunch of Eddie Murphy movies. Uh, no, yeah, but they were okay. garbage ones. Are they? We had a conversation. There's. We have Coming to America. No, Coming to America is on Amazon. Oh, it's on Both of them. Okay. Welcome. We have 48 hours and. We may need to buy Trading Places. Yeah. Classic, classic, classic. Yeah, Yeah, I have no way to watch that one. I think that was the only one that. Isn't that would be on the list? Yeah. So that being said, I have Tuesday night off, Wednesday night off, Thursday night off, Friday night off, Saturday night off. I can do Tuesday. Um, whatever I mean, whatever we gotta give ourselves enough time. Technically Friday, but I just want to let you know where we're at because I actually am like. I swear to God, like the opener, like every single day next week, except for Monday night and Sunday night. Yeah, I can do it so. anytime at seven. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I have like four movies I need to watch for Eddie Murphy, but to be honest, I can be done with those by like Monday night. So, whatever uh, works best okay. for you. Okay, well, I'll give you how about what day is better, okay? Yep, just let us know. Um, you still loving it? Still loving it. Still loving it. Awesome. Um, but yeah, let's keep in touch while next week because yeah, I'm open for whatever. Cool. I'll keep in touch. All right. Have a good night. Yeah, have a good one. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more Booze Booze and and bullshit. Bullshit.